Hey you guys! It's another Walking Movies. I'm Nick and I'm walking to the cinema as one does when they want to go and see a film. And today I'm off to see The Fablemans. Now, before we talk about that, let's talk about some other stuff I watched. So, uh, today actually. I finished watching White Noise, which is a film that came out at Christmas on Netflix with Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig. I didn't know anything about the film. I'd seen a bit of a trailer when it had come out, but I hadn't really uh, read up on the film. Turns out it was based on a book, and I only found that out actually because while I was watching the film, they mentioned an airborne toxic event and I went I'm sure that's the name of a band and uh, I looked the band up and sure enough named after the chapter in that book White Noise so good cast uh, who else is it? Andre 3000 was in it I haven't seen him for a while and Don Cheadle and I mean it was boring it was 2 hours and 13 minutes and it felt like 4, felt longer than Avatar. Just dragged. Really did not enjoy it. It was it was a little quirky but not quirky enough. It wasn't interesting enough. Overall disappointment. I went and shot checked the uh the reviews afterwards. And uh I think it's about 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. Certified fresh from reviewers, professional reviewers. But if you look at the the uh, the public public reviews, the non-professionals, I think it was like thirty-two percent. So it really shows you the difference between those two. But today I'm seeing the Fablemans. Now, I it's going to be an awkward cinema experience for me because. I watched the first 30 minutes of the Fablemans the other week because you could get it digitally where it came out in America just before Christmas. And so one night, one night, I decided to to watch it. I've been looking forward to seeing it. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, I was enjoying it so much that I thought, you know what, I think I need to see this at the cinema. It's only a few weeks away. So that's what I did. I went to see it. I wanted to see it on the big screen. Thought it deserved it. So I, I enjoyed the first 30 minutes or so before I turned it off. But now I'm going to see it as Mr. Spielberg intended. It's uh, it's not done very well. It's uh, it's not had a great box office in the US at least. It's only just been released in the UK, so it's a bit early to tell yet how what it's doing here. But uh, it, it's a passion project for Spielberg. And I'm a big fan of Spielberg. That said, I was thinking recently about the, uh, the last films I've seen of his. And outside of Ready Player One and... Uh, and Tintin 
I don't think I've seen any of these other output in the last decade. Which uh, I was surprised about. I still haven't seen West Side Story, though I want to. I never saw Bridge of Spies. I didn't see the BFG. I've seen bits of the BFG because it's been played in the house. Um, I'm trying to think what else, what else he had recently. But regardless, anyway, the point is that although I am a fan of his work, I'm not that familiar with his more up-to-date oeuvre. So, I'm hoping for good things. I said, you know, what I've seen so far, I enjoyed. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the whole film now, <laughs> as intended. Um, Michelle Williams is in it, Paul Dano is in it, Seth Rogen is in it, who I was surprised to see. I think he was a, an uncle, if I remember correctly. I get confused now. Um, but yeah, uh, it was interesting and looking forward to see the rest of the film. Two and a half hours, fairly long, not as long as Babylon, three hours and eight minutes, which I have decided I will see when it's released digitally. I think that might be this week actually as we record this. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to check that out at home. But, uh, yeah, that's all I've got to say so far for the Fablemans. I'm, uh, I'm going to see this with a friend of mine from uh, We Watch Bad Movies, a podcast that I've guessed on a couple of times. So I'm going to see it with Gary. So I won't be recording the second part of this on a walk home but I'll record it once I'm indoors instead there you go um, I'm sure there was something else I'm trying to think was there other films I've seen I don't think there is I don't think there is oh no but I'll tell you what I've been watching recently and I feel does need to get mentioned and that's the bear over on Disney Plus now this came out in the UK, I think around October time. And I really wanted to see it, but we've got limited viewing schedules and we were deep into Better Call Saul, so we wanted to finish that first. So after we finished that, we made that the next series to watch. And it's like if Uncut Gems and Boiling Point, which was a Stephen Graham film, one one shot film set in a, in a restaurant came out about a year ago it's like if you merge those two films together it's uh, it's great, it's about 8 episodes long most episodes are around the 25 minute mark uh, finale I think it's 45 minutes but really good one of the best things I've seen recently and also I've started watching for the third time It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and when I say I've watched it and watched it for the third time I've not actually ever watched it I tried twice to get into it starting with season one and just couldn't couldn't get into it at all 
So I started at season two because I know it's where Danny DeVito's character uh, comes into it. And uh, I'm, I'm enjoying that as well. Very easy watch. I think I'm on season six now. Having started watching it about three or four weeks ago. And uh, they're short episodes. So again, something you can throw on in the background. Something you can you don't have to focus too much on. But uh, yeah, recommend that as well. But watch the bear before anything else. That is superb. Rolled in season two. Right. On that note, I'll tell you about the Fabians after this bit of music. Well, that was a long 22 hours or so because um, I got back about half past 11, no, quarter to 12 last night and uh, I couldn't be bothered to record, I had other stuff to do, I got in so I thought, oh it's alright, I'll, uh, I'll record it in a, a lean moment next day and uh, didn't have one, busy busy busy, so I've now come out again, not to the below, but to do some shopping and I'm currently taking a uh, it's a it's a public footpath but it's not very well lit looks a little bit like a scene from uh, from men actually it's very long and it's very dark so I'm hoping I'll be alright I do have a torch with me though don't worry I hope it's not too muddy anyway I'm not here to talk about my walk Unless we do walking, walking. No, that would be a terrible podcast name. Um, but yeah, we're here to say, talk about Fablemans. And also, another reason I wasn't so keen to jump on was I wanted to think about it. And it's also oddly what uh, my cinema partner last night said as well. We both had an opinion on it but we also felt like it might need to percolate a bit more so I've allowed some time for that I've been thinking about it quite a lot um I mean first of all it's been nominated for a load of awards best film best supporting actor for Judd Hirsch um best actress for Michelle Williams production design um I mentioned it hadn't done well at the box office I can I can kind of see why because it is a it's a very personal film but I think my big my biggest problem with the film is it's very I found it very interesting um I think the fact that this is a you know, semi-autobiographical film about Steven Spielberg is what's compelling. I think had it been made by another director, I think I probably wouldn't have felt the same way about it. I think it gets a lot of extra credit because of who made it and who it's about. And it is a very personal film in that regard I found the the filmmaking 
process that he he did as a as a young filmmaker wanting to start out completely fascinating i thought it was really well done i loved that side of things it was one of the things that i really uh, enjoyed in, in hugo where you saw how films of that era were being made at the time um it's it's a good family drama as well um i mean paul dano is a weird actor for me I know he's a good actor, but I can't say I'm a massive fan. It's it's so weird <laughs> to say that. Uh, and it was interesting because the last film I saw him in was uh, The Batman, when he was the Riddler. And uh, there are some similarities between the characters, actually. Um, Michelle Williams plays young Sammy Faberman's mum. And... And, and Sammy Fabian's mum, um, and she's she's excellent. It's 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 funny. Like when we left, I was saying, you know, when when I watched Dawson's Creek all those years ago, I didn't watch that show and think one day Michelle Williams is going to be, you know, one of the finest actresses of, of their generation. And it wasn't because she wasn't good in that show, because she was, but I just didn't see that happening. So I'm glad it's I'm glad it, 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 it has worked out for it because you know Katie Holmes had a said like a stalled Hollywood career and so most of the rest of the cast actually but um, but she's great um, Judge Hirsch is an interesting one because he's been nominated for uh, Best Supporting Actor and a semi spoiler here he's in an integral but a singular scene, really. So he's he's hardly in the film, but he's he makes use of the time. I'll give him I'll give him the credit there. He does do that. Um but I I came out smiling, I came out happy, I thought I enjoyed it. And I did, I did enjoy it. I'm not gonna change my mind on that, but I'm not sure if I thought it was as wonderful as certainly some of the critics have made out it is so you know I recommend it also interestingly enough one of the things I say on here is you should you watch it at the cinema so I had watched some of it at home but decided to watch the whole film at the cinema and I am glad that I did but there was an introduction at the start of the film from Steven Spielberg saying how grateful he was for people that have made the effort to see it on the big screen as intended. So I didn't know that was part of the film and that was uh, that was interesting as well. Um, also, weirdly, in the UK it's been distributed by Entertainment One or E1. In America it was distributed by Universal. There's a really nice opening sequence with the Universal logo and the Amblin logo, which we don't get in the UK because of that. So, yeah, that was a bit of a shame. Check that out if you can. I'm sure it'll be on YouTube or something. But anyway, I really enjoyed it. I don't think it's his masterpiece. Um, You know, I still think films like Jaws and E.T. are going to be more watchable, re-watchable, sorry, 
Um, but I did enjoy it and I am really glad I saw it and I hope it has some success in the Oscars and I hope it gets more of an audience because it's well worth watching. Yeah, it's lovely. It's not as groundbreaking as I think some people might think it is. But I left with a smile on my face and I'm excited to watch it again uh, in the future with my family. So there you go. Uh, right, that's the end of this episode. I'm walking down a very shallow hill. So, sorry, I was thinking out loud then. Um, yeah, so thank you, that's the end of this. Um, next up, I don't know, I think it might be Knock at the Cabin. I think that's what it's called, the new M. Night Shyamalan. I think I'm going to go and see that. I want to see it anyway, so hopefully I will get a chance to see that. And, uh, you know, like, subscribe, tell your friends. I don't know why you would tell your friends, to be honest. I mean, this is it's an odd podcast, even I, I know that. But I do appreciate the, the people that do listen to this on the regular, so thank you. And, as always, fuck the toys and fling leaves. <laughs>